From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Yeah, very good morning, Mike. Fingers burning, is it hot off the press? What have they said? Oh, it's all go here. It's all go here. Um, yeah, look, we've just had the release of the, the Fed minutes from the, the March Fed meeting. Now, now, in the normal course of events, in normal times, these wouldn't really be a market mover. The market would sort of take note of them and, and carry on. But but right now, this is all front and centre of market concerns. And if you need evidence of that, then uh, the, the market is worried. You just need to look at the NASDAQ index. The NASDAQ index, that's where all, you know, that's where all the growth stocks, all the tech stocks trade. Um, if I just look at that prior to this announcement being released, the NASDAQ was down 2.5%, but yesterday it was down 2.26%. So we've had almost 5% taken off the major tech index in the last sort of 48 hours. Because these growth stocks, which is, you know, a lot of these big NASDAQ components, they're particularly sensitive to rising interest rates. And the market was really spooked yesterday, Mike, when had some comments from the Federal Reserve Governor, Lael Brainard. Uh, she was speaking at a conference in, in Minneapolis and she said she expected a combination of interest rate increases and a rapid balance sheet runoff to bring US monetary policy to a more neutral position. And let me translate all that for you. What that means is that it's going to be a more sort of forecasting or presaging a more aggressive approach to normalising monetary policy. So interest rates going up more than expected. So the response to coronavirus, and we all got used to this term, was quantitative easing lots of liquidity, printing money. To rewind that, this is the new term we're going to have to get used to, is quantitative tightening, which means higher interest rates. So so what happened? Well, uh, at 6 o'clock they released these minutes, and what they're basically saying is that one or more 50 basis point hikes may be warranted. Of real interest here, they would probably, there was strong support for a 50 basis point hike in March if it had not been for the Ukraine conflict. Now, they've indicated that they're going to try and shrink the Federal Reserve balance sheet by $95 billion a month. And it sounds like an awful lot, but that's actually within the, what the market expectations were. And they're going to get going quite quickly on that. Now, then there's some technical stuff in there around the composition of how they do that. Now, initially, it looked to me like markets were, the, the share markets were sort of taking that in their stride. However, in the last sort of five minutes yep. or so, uh, the market's weakening off a bit. So as when I said the Nasdaq was down sort of 2.5%, it's about 300 points, but it's now down almost 3%. So they're now sort of getting a little bit worried about how aggressively they are going to raise um, interest rates. Bring it back home. Jobs here. Yep. Jobs for everyone. Why don't we get some more jobs, Andrew? Oh, like we're busy. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Mike, you, you know, there's no problem with jobs. We need people. Um, job ads. We we talked about the potential for the brain drain, right? You know, the very strong labour markets across the Tasman and everybody trotting off there to buy houses in Perth and earn, you know, more money. Anyway, the job ad situation here looks pretty robust too. So this is the BNZ Seek Employment Report. Job ads, March numbers hit a fresh high. Remember, this was also the, the peak period of, of uh, Omicron. Now, what, what we take from this, I think, Mike, is that businesses seem to be looking through, planning ahead. Uh, so that's the, I suppose, that's the, that's the sort of positive way to look at it. The slightly more worrying analysis is they're panicking because they've got no staff. But we're seeing real momentum in job ads. And, Mike, it's being driven by demand for full-time workers. Key point. It's not about businesses looking for part-timers and fill-ins for COVID-related problems. They need full-time workers. Hospo tourism leading the charge there, clearly trying to gear up an expectation of easing of border restrictions and hopefully easing of those traffic-like settings and we're going to need those open borders. Mike, yesterday, listen to this, Stats New Zealand released working population numbers yesterday. So this is a count 
of New Zealand residents aged 15 and over who can work. Smallest increase in our working age population in 22 years. This is another another piece of evidence of the generational extremes we're currently seeing in our macroeconomic environment. And it's really hard to see how this isn't a critical factor driving wage demands and therefore fueling inflation pressures. It we was up by 20,000. We need the borders open and people arriving and filling some spaces. Now, what are the numbers? We need people. Uh, right, as we look at the Dow Jones, 34,320. It's down 320 points, just under 1%. The S&P 500, 4483. That's a little bit delayed. That's down 40 points, down 0.92%. The Nasdaq, uh, 13,800, down 404 points, 2.85% overnight. FTSE 100 down 26, 7587. The Nikkei down 437, it's about 1.6%, 27350. Uh, Shanghai Composite relatively unchanged, 3283. The Aussies lost 38 points yesterday, about half a percent, 7490 was the closing level there. The NZX 50 closed at 12,079, down 0.35%. Kiwi dollar 0.6924 against the US, 0.9201 against the Aussie. 0.6348 euro, 0.5294 pounds, 85.72 yen. Uh, gold trading at $1,921. It's down about four bucks. And Brent crude, a little bit of a relief there, $102.78, down about four bucks as well. You have a good one. See you tomorrow at jmiwealth.co.nz.